today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Yesterday on the program, uh, we uh, addressed the story of the uh, human rights complaint that was filed against the Black Forest Inn, an iconic uh, downtown Hamilton restaurant that's uh, been in business forever. And uh, just recently, of course, went into a new ownership after the uh, the original folks uh, retired. Uh, and uh, this human rights complaint centers about well, the new management, frankly. Uh, yesterday on the program, we had one of the uh, the new co-owners, Paul Wells, appeared on the program and uh, gave us his version of, of events and uh, what led to this complaint and to uh, what will eventually be a human rights tribunal hearing, which will be held uh, in just a few days at the end of this month. Here's a, a little snippet of what Mr. Wells had to say. The staff here are extremely upset about this. We were extremely upset when these ladies left. I mean, as I said, it was a devastating th- for all of us here because they were thought of very highly. I mean, they were long-serving servers here that were liked by the staff, that were loved by customers, and myself. Uh, That was a a little bit of what uh, Paul Wells, one of the co-owners of uh, the Black Forest, one of the new co-owners, I guess, relatively new co-owners anyway, of the Black Forest, had to say about uh, the the, the departure of the uh, three ladies, actually. Uh, Two of them are with us here in studio to tell their version and their side of the story, (laughs) and we're pleased to have them both with us here today uh, to, to get... A, a fair a representation, I guess, of what's going on. Ilda Rosser and, and El Moraskis are here. Uh, ladies, first of all, thank you so much for coming in. It's great to have you with us today. Thank you very much, Thank you, Bill, Bill for having us. Uh, this, is a, this is a very touchy situation. It's a very emotional situation for you, too, isn't it? Yes, very much yes. so. Uh, the, I, I, I'm going to encapsulate a, a, about a 15-minute interview I, I, that I had with Mr. Wells yesterday, maybe into one topic, one sentence, rather, and I'll let you comment on that. We can kind of go from there. Essentially, what, what he was telling us yesterday was uh, what you guys were concerned about was what was happening to all the staff. During a slow time of year, people don't get hours. What happened to you happened to the rest of the staff as well, and he can't understand exactly why you guys were so upset about that. Now, I'm paraphrasing that, but I think that was the gist of what he was saying. So, uh, Ilda, I'll start with you. Your your thoughts about that? Um, I just want all the listeners out there to know that um, I did not um, want to leave the Black Forest at all. I enjoyed my my time there. I enjoyed my job there. I I was so happy to go to work every day to see my customers and their children. And I was um, uh, just made out to be a person that had to leave. I didn't want to leave. I miss all the waitresses that are still there. I enjoyed working with them. And I'm going to be telling my story at the tribunal next week of uh, the reasons why I had to leave. And um, you can only take so much uh, being pushed and shoved. And um, I just, I really miss my time do, there. Do you mean pushed and shoved? Do you mean physically or emotionally? Emotionally. I, I, know this is, I know this is tough for you. This is hard to talk. You've lived this. I understand that. So just take your time, okay? I just was, um, uh, felt that I was just less valued there, um, less worthy, um, not the owner's not understanding the emotional connection I had to the Black Forest. It was my home. I miss it very much. I miss everything about it. And I think about it all the time. Uh, I, I know an awful lot of people out there can feel the pain. Uh, maybe have gone through similar situations like this as well. Uh, and I'll talk, give, me, give me your perspective on this. And, and, and again, if you feel like commenting about what Mr. Wells said and his characterization of that, please feel free. 
Well, I'm like Ilda. Like uh, we just love working there and uh, having such a great uh, connection with our customers and seeing generations grow up. And they were like family to us. Um, and uh, when this is going really bad, and uh, we just felt like we're in a toxic environment, and um, we couldn't talk to anyone. Um, when I had to get a lawyer and write a letter of constructive dismissal, he wasn't there. I dropped it off to the office. He said yesterday that they were extremely upset and crying that uh, we left, but uh, no one called me uh, about regarding this letter of why I felt like this way. There was no communication ever. What was happening to you? Maybe you could uh, articulate and describe exactly what what went on. And and is is it fair to say that that your problems, your concerns, started with the new ownership? Yes. In other words, uh, I mean, there's ups and downs in businesses all the time, and people, you know, may have concerns about hours. That's that's going to happen. I, I yes, get that. Yes, it is. But but the, you, you're you're putting to that date to when the the new ownership took over that all of a sudden things went went differently. Let me put it that way. Yes, yeah, so it would have been um, two months into it. What happened? Um, what would the, when, when, there, there when, did, when did you start noticing stuff, and what were you noticing? Just noticing um, uh, at the time, uh, at that time in February, March, we had a lot enough staff there, and um, I know there was a big talk about the patio yesterday. We had enough staff to that if the patio was to get built that summer, um, we had enough staff to get it started. And if it got started and it was doing well, then, you know, maybe staff could have been hired at that time. But the, he was hiring staff earlier in the year, and he knew that the patio wasn't even built yet. And when he hired the newer staff, um, my hours got declined. And it was uh, very hard um, seeing these, and, and they're great girls, um, getting a lot of hours. They were also getting hours at the bar, and I wasn't working the same shifts I used to and it was just very hard I was getting behind on my bills and so what, and again I, I, the girls that he hired they were great girls like they were hired by him he gave them hours sure. and there's there it's just the way it happened it seems every time I go in there I see the same faces uh, and the staff and, and w that's one of the great things I think and one of the things people love about that the, the, the Black Forest I, I, I get the sense the staff turnover is not very rare, or it is very rare there, because I, I tend to see the same folks, all the, at least it was anyway. It was. Uh, like, the staff was there for 45 years, 40 years, 36 years, 30 years. Like, I mean, there was no turnover whatsoever because um, everything was going so great. But that changed with the new ownership, in your opinion? Yes. You know, when he started hiring um, younger girls and started cutting our hours and replacing us, and then he um, said that he was hiring them for the patio, but the norm for uh, patio sh uh, workers are seasonal. They get hired in May, work uh, open May two for weekend, and it's a seasonal agreement and that their yeah, employment is terminated September first, Labor Day weekend. And when when did this hiring start? Oh, in the spring, uh, around March. Okay, but it, and his his explanation was it was for the patio. Yes. Had, had the patio been, be, had construction begun on the patio? No, actually he demolished the uh, uh, existing patio in the spring because uh, they were doing renovations on the apartments upstairs. And so the, in your opinion, he was hiring extra staff for a patio that wasn't going to be ready? No. Yes. So all of a sudden those hours had to be 
I was squeezed into our in, stairs. In, in, yeah, inside the building. Yes. Uh -huh. Okay, so obviously there are more people on staff right now? Yeah, extra staff, yes. And what happened to your hours? Explain to us exactly what happened. Our hours got cut and to accommodate this new younger staff. And then I remember specifically August the 25th on Friday at 5 o'clock, he said he wanted to talk to me. And uh, being a senior there, I'd worked my way up to straight night shifts, but I was starting to lose uh, Saturday nights and other shifts. And he said to me, I want to talk to you. And he says, um, uh, in the last seven months, you've become a much better waitress. Your, your uh, cash balances, uh, Bridget's struggling with her cash, but I have to take away your night shifts, um, some of your night shifts for my young new staff. And uh, you'll have to be working day shifts but you and Bridget have to hang around and work full-time for the 50th anniversary coming up because I want customers to see that you're still here. So uh, maybe you could explain uh, why the night shift. The when I say night, you say night shift, it's evenings, actually. It, it, yes. It's, uh, why that's so important to somebody that works in the hospitality industry, especially at a place like the Black Forest? Well, the way it was set up before, the, when you started at the Black Forest, I worked straight lunches and lounge for five years yeah. until someone retired at nighttime. So when someone retired and on evening shifts, you got promoted to evening shifts. Because that's the busier time. Yes, but, but with him, he brought the new people in right away and uh, mixed up night shifts and day shifts. So there was no status, there was no promotion. No status. In other words, uh, and not not to suggest that the daytime shift is not important either, uh, but but the reality here is that you say the veterans, the the ones that have got their the most service are the ones that usually work evenings because they they people know them, they know people, they know that they know the routines. Yes. And that was taken we have, we were familiarized with the regular customers. We knew them by name, and and um, they were like family. We went to funerals, and we watched them grow up and have children, uh, and and that's what I really missed the most. Is like I didn't want to leave. Um, because I really missed the customers. Like they were all so kind, and and just knowing them for 19 years, just the familiarity with them. How did the rest of the staff respond to this, Hilda? Because I mean, there were a number of people that were working there. Now, m m you know, Mr. Wells maintained that everybody was impacted by this. Everybody's hours were cut to try to accommodate everybody. Uh, yet you were the only ones that complained about it. Yes. Um, the other girls that we were that we already were working with um, before other than the ones that were hired um we all we all like worked together and we all took turns working saturday nights and it was done fairly the schedule so everybody had a chance to work certain days of the week and um i i don't know how the other girls felt um i i know that you know i'm sure they were happy with the hours they were getting um we didn't, I didn't, we didn't, it was hard for us to talk with one another there because we were all like kept to ourselves. We were all afraid to talk about anything because he just, he was always around and, and if he did see us talking to one another, you know, he would try to split us up. So I just, I just tried to keep to myself because I didn't want to say anything or, or anything to be said differently. I just tried to not ask them how they felt or I couldn't. Were you worried about reprisals? I guess that something could have happened. Get the hour. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't put yes, words in I your just, mouth. Yes, I just, I just didn't want to um, talk about it with them because I just didn't want. I just didn't want to, you know, burden them how I was feeling about 
all of a sudden not working the same shifts like I used to. Yeah, and again, just I'm going to just, burden. I'm going to relate this to obviously as a customer, and, and you know, the, all the times that we'd go in there over the years, uh, it seemed like a happy place. The staff were always happy. The staff got along with everybody. The staff got along with customers, and, and that was a reciprocal agreement. What was the, what was the morale like during this period of time when when you guys were going through this? Um, very bad, very bad, and um, when. Um, now uh, social media hit after the spectator went out. There's a lot of comments saying that uh, they noticed a huge difference in our faces and our personalities when we're walking around. When this was all going down, they, it was quite evident that there was uh, something really bad going on. So there was a change in attitude, a change in, in the atmosphere in the restaurant. Yes, yes. Uh, among, not just you, but among the other staff as well. It, it was, um, it got to the point where our hours, um, we didn't have, seem to have enough staff on in the evenings during our busy times, and we were all just stressed well, out. That seems odd, because he hired more staff. He did, yeah. But they weren't getting, they, they weren't getting shifts. So in other words, there were more people on staff, but not enough people on shifts. Exactly. Because he had to, like he was saying yesterday, he had to keep it at a certain percentage of, yeah. yes, um, but it just it just seemed like some nights there wasn't enough people, so it, it was hard to um, give those customers the fine dining experience like we always have, because we were all trying to run around and get everything. Um, when things go well at your job, uh, it, it makes your life that much more that that much better. I mean, but when things go lousy at your job, it makes every aspect of your life miserable, including your home life too. What 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 kind of an impact did what you were going through uh, have? I mean, not just at work, but of course, you t you. I'm sure you took your jobs home with you because you can't just say, okay, turn the stress off now. Yeah, it should. My this really um, affected my three sons a lot. They were. Um, Days would ask me, Mom, aren't you going to work today? And I'm like, no, I'm off today again. And finally they started to realize what was going on. And, you know, like I I was pregnant twice with two of my sons there. And um, they kind of grew up with Black Forest. And I've had uh, family members that have worked there, my niece and nephew. And my son has worked there. And it was just like a home to us, like, you know. So this this was a big impact on them. They were very felt very bad, and you know, and they're boys, so they're trying to, you know, the best way they could to comfort me. But mm -hmm. we got mm -hmm. through it there, and but it was hard for all of us. It affected all our family. What about you, know? you now? Well, I would use the phrase that you know, it's just like when people say, "I just love my job," and the other side of the people say, "I hate my job." So the first 19 years, I would walk around and talk to everybody, saying, "I just love my job." I just loved and looked forward to going in there. And then I changed and said, I hate my job. I'm scared going in there, very scared. Don't want to go in there. What made you decide to, to actually quit, to resign? Was there a breaking point? Yes, I, I really felt like it was a breaking point that I couldn't handle the stress and the um, uh, and just the uh, the environment. And and I just it just got so toxic that it wasn't tolerable and I guess that's why we're doing this is because I want to send out a message a big message to everybody that um, you should just stand up and have confidence and um, when you realize that you know you're working in a toxic employment environment that you should just do something about it and that's what we're doing because discrimination comes in many forms many forms such as age sex color race and disabilities. People get abused all the time.
you're going. I've got a couple of minutes left here. Uh, the hearing is coming up on the 27th. I think it is. It's toward yes, the end of the yes. month, anyway. Uh, what What do you want to happen here? What do you want to see come out of this? Uh, I, do you, Do you want your jobs back? Do you want proper compensation? What What, what would you be looking for in in a, in a, what you would consider to be a, sex, a successful hearing? The judge will rule who's right and who's wrong. Um, we're just looking for justice, just the truth. Like, you know, like, um, who failed the system? Like, it just, the system broke down at the Black Forest. And who's right and who's wrong? So that's all just a, an adjudication? Are you, are you looking for compensation, too? Monetary is secondary. The truth is first, and justice. But it is a consideration, though. It's secondly. So, well, yeah. for, the, for the wages uh, that we lost. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll have both have an opportunity to testify. I'm assuming they're going to bring uh, people to, to, to present their side of the story too. Uh, this is going to be a rather <laughs> onerous procedure. I mean, you, it's it's. I know it takes courage to come on the radio and talk about this too. But it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be a, a little antsy for you to go in front of a, 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 an adjudicator like this and talk about this. Uh, how do you feel about the process? I feel confident because uh, we're standing up. We're standing up for ourselves and a lot of other people. I don't have the confidence to do it. So I feel really good because what we're saying is the truth. And um, we have no regrets in what we're doing. We're very happy with what we're doing. And I agree with Tanel 100% in that statement. Ilda, without giving me names, uh, have you heard from any staff since you've done this? Have you started this process? I've run into a few of them. And yeah. we don't, a lot of us don't really, I haven't really, I've kept it very quiet all year. Um, I haven't brought it up to anyone. I mean, our some of our witnesses that are past staff there, they know about it now. So, But it's, it's out there now. It's, it's I mean, out it's there in the now, media so now. there. Are you getting any pushback, any feedback, positive or negative? From, yes, from, pos positive. From yeah. former staff members or maybe even current staff members? Yes, positive uh, feedback. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I don't want to mention <laughs> names at this stage. Uh, you know, you've got the community interested. This is an iconic facility, an iconic uh, building and, and a business for so many years here, uh, beloved by an awful lot of people, and so are the staff, and always have been. So uh, it's uh, shocking, actually, when we heard this story about what was going on here. And uh, we've presented both sides, and I'm sure that's exactly what's going to happen at the tribunal later on this month. Thank you both for coming in here today. Thank, Thank you, Bill. You. Thank you so much. It's great to have you both with us. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML. 14th on Global. Stream on Stack TV.